Yo, what's going on, y'all? What's going on? Welcome back uh, to another Hot Fire uh, episode uh, of the Audible Podcast. I'm your host. Uh, with not the most today. Um, it's cold outside. It's been raining. Um, We're not under icy conditions just yet, but uh, it's looking like it, so... Um, your boy's gonna go out later and go forage for food, uh, so that I can bundle up for this brief, uh, weekend hibernation, um, and then we'll be back, back to action like we're supposed to. Probably by next Wednesday, I think it's gonna be cold as cheese at the beginning of next week too, so, yeah, we're gonna really see how it go, cause, uh, me in the cold, even though I like it, my cold is 60s and 50s. 30s and 40s is what your boy don't do. I am uh, dark and tropical. Uh, 50s and 60s is freezing cold. If it's if it's 48, then it might as well just be snowing and uh, cancel school, uh, cancel uh, the the jobs, uh, salt the roads, uh, send the police, cause your boy not going anywhere. You know, I wonder. You know, you know, it's, it's it's one side of me that I've been suppressing the last couple years, and it's my hater side. I'm an avid hater. Um, it's not like I dislike uh, people uh, that do better than me in that aspect. It, not that, not that type of hater. I just dislike most things in general, right? Just, just you know. A, a, a good win, a brief win might piss me off one day. Uh, I'm just that type of hater. What would other people do and what they got? I could, whew, I could severely care less. But um, the fact that it's a good chance that they may be stupid and they're breathing, um, things like that uh, disappoint me a lot. There's been a lot of chitter chatter uh, about. Uh, I mean, I've talked about this in the last couple of weeks about Shaq, you know, going at uh, Rudy Gobert, kind of, you know, this has always been like a a thing. I remember Barkley uh, saying he he'd be going to an arena in a spaceship if he played these days because they just, you know, it's a lot of mediocre talent. They get gigantic contracts. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're talking hundred and two hundred million dollars. This is life changing money. This is. Uh, excuse me, in a lot of aspects, generational uh, money. Not as, a lot, a lot of aspects, most most aspects with these gigantic contracts come out. I mean, this is going to pass on. Um, and you see a lot of players that, you know, played in uh, the 2000s or played in the 90s. And, you know, just because of how money was, you know, things, things evolve. Um, financially, things evolve. It's a good thing. Things have evolved. So I'm going to tell you what. If uh, these dudes are getting the same thing that Jordan was getting, not Jordan, but let's say like Reggie Miller was getting paid, um, you know, not the best guy in the league, but uh, up there with one of the best, you know, if these guys are still getting paid that, then, you know, I don't know if ba- basketball probably wouldn't even be around still um, because there's no way they, they could stay um, even Steven. Um, just you know, all these years, so things are just gradually going to go up. That's it's just kind of what it is. And the people, you know, um, I, and I'm sure in the '90s, 
a lot of cats from the seventies and eighties was like, you know, Jordan, Magic, Bird, all this shit. You know, maybe more less about Magic and Bird because they had great teams as well. Um, but I'm sure you know the Jordan era. Uh, I remember people asking uh, Kareem if you know if he thought Jordan was the best player ever, and he said no. Um, and he and he said on on what thing can you say Jordan is the best? Okay, he went six and zero. Well, Bill Russell has eleven championships. Uh, just going six and zero, Trump eleven championship and yeah, championships. It, it, it does not eleven straight at that. Um, you know all of the you know it's a lot of just about popularity and changing the game and it's just evolving. We have more people now than we did back then. People live longer now than they did back then. Um, it's just more to see. It's more to do, um, and that's how things have gradually changed. As if gone, even past it with LeBron and Kobe and Tim Duncan and all these, uh, you know, all these super duper stars that just generate a lot of money. Uh, but the lost era, and um, and I think most people don't think about the lost era. The cast that played in the sixties and and seventies, really, I'll, I'll go with the seventies as well. Um, for one, I want to point out Bill Russell because you know Bill Russell, Kareem. I want to point out those two. Uh, because they've played through a, they played through an era that was, as far as America, like that, you know, yeah, they could just get called a nigga at, at a whim, pretty much, uh, in front of the court, like you, it was legal back then, you know, if somebody get called that now, they get thrown out the arena, the whole arena, or most of them are gonna shame, hey, at, at least shame them. For, Fucking it, you know, fucking up the situation. Hey, we're with a game, and you being a racist, yada. Well, back then, you know, that was just Tuesday, uh, being called a nigga. It was pretty much any day ending in day, um, that these cats get called that cats is treated like that. He's put, putting up, look at the numbers that Kareem was putting up, dog. Like, these people are seeing masterpieces and they don't even know it they don't even they can't even understand what's going on right now and i know they can't understand it because we 40 years later 50 years later and we still don't understand we still don't put up that to do with six championships six mvps who's won his entire life oh and he has the most points ever and it's by a very, very, very wide margin. Like the margin is a little closer with, you know, Malone, but it's still far away. Hold, it's still hold up. Let me look it up. It's still really far away. Like, look at what we've been seeing LeBron do. Like, when the last time, yeah. One thing I always see with the NBA, it cast be pissing me off. You really see who's superstars and who's not superstars, right? Because I seen what was watching. Drew Holiday, who's one of my favorite players. Drew Holiday had like two games. We got five points. You playing 32 minutes, 36 minutes, five points? Oh, five points? Well, yeah, eight rebounds, six assists, three steals. Like, five points is just not, you know, I don't know. It's just me with something with points. It's like Draymond, you know, Draymond be having two points, 11 assists. Six rebounds, like, but no, dog, y'all lost, and you had two points, or y'all won, 
and you had two points, a bucket, a buquito. Uh, so, you know, and when I see LeBron, and even Curry has this, right? Excuse me, Curry has this this little hat boy. You'll see Curry, uh, Curry, Steph Curry, no points in the first half. And LeBron had a little bit of this, but he didn't have a lot of it. You know, he don't, he, he, he just didn't, he just don't have those games. He, LeBron will check out in the game. Like it was the, was the Pacers series. It was the Pacers series with the Cavs. Of course they won it, but it was one of those games where you could just see LeBron. It's like, yo, these niggas, it's trash. Like I'm tired of playing with these people. Like I'm tired of playing with these dudes. You can see it in his face. They're going to lose the game. And that's how he's going to look. You know, he has some of those looks. Yeah, in Miami, he has some looks when he left Cleveland the first time. Um, and it, it's pretty, it's a pretty obvious look on his face, like you know, fuck, I gotta play with these niggas. Um, but Curry will have like seven points on a night. Oh, Curry went two for two for sixteen, seven points. Like, no, how you got seven points? How many times you ever seen Jordan with under ten points? How many? Well, matter of fact, you know. A lot of us too young for that. Yeah, you know, I won't say Jordan. LeBron is our era. Kobe is our era. Shaq is our era. Um, and even even though we saw mostly people my age, people maybe thirty, saw just the Lakers and then Walshack. We just saw Lakers, like we saw a little bit of the Orlando stuff, and then Lakers championships, and then we we pretty much saw like I would say. Seven years, eight years of Shaq career. Like our my my age group, let's say if you between twenty seven to like thirty six. Thirty six you've seen a little bit more, thirty five you've seen a little bit more. But for the most part, we didn't see early ninety two, ninety three Shaq breaking the rim. Like I remember seeing inside stuff when he broke the rim on with a mile shot. But dog, you we, we way too young to you know, I mean mentally, like maturity, the process greatness, the process what's going on. You know, and even with the Lakers stuff, we wasn't able to, you know, like it is now, we actually understand the game because we've been alive long enough to understand the damn game and what's really going on. Well, some of us do. Fuck. Uh, but we only saw that, the tail part, and then we saw Phoenix and then washed. Like, LeBron, we've been seeing LeBron 03. Like, 03 is high school for me. It's high school for some of us. It's middle school. It's a little bit after. Maybe you graduated in 2006 or 8. You know, something like that. But it, it's close. We've seen everything from LeBron. How many, besides those playoff games against, um, uh, the finals games against Mavericks, how many times you seen LeBron? Oh, LeBron just has six points, two rebounds, one assist. Like, what? Huh? LeBron don't have those games. Giannis don't have those games. Like that's the cast who put in the work, right? So you see that, and then you see the the shit Kareem is doing. Like, look how many points he got, dog. We just seen LeBron do everything, everything, win or lose. Like motherfucking Spartacus. Like we just seen LeBron fight every villain, every boss. Win or lose, get back up. Some old UFC shit. This nigga's like fucking, uh, he's like, uh, John, not John Jones, because he's kind of lost before. Uh, I'm trying to think of like, he's like fucking GSP. Like, Joe St. Pierre, dog. We saw Joe St. Pierre get knocked out. We saw him get tapped out. We saw him get, I think he got choked out one time. But we seen him beat the shit out of niggas. 
come back, finish off on top. It didn't matter. We need it just felt like that. We just seen LeBron go through everything. And he's still not even close to Kareem as far as points. With no three pointers. <laughs> With no three pointers, son. No three pointers. It's so crazy, man. I was thinking about this the other night. It's like no three pointers. LeBron got his three going now, but even back then he used to get he used to get some heat checks. You know, remember um if y'all remember when he hit like seven of them in a row in against Milwaukee? I was going crazy. Like y'all just like seven threes. Like he it was like four minutes, four straight minutes. LeBron get the ball, hit a three. It's like Jesus Christ. They call it timeout. They call it timeout two times. Couldn't even stop it. He get it and then hit it again. But Kareem, this is all in the paint. Outside mid-ranging. It wasn't no three points. And when he got the three points, he wasn't banging. I bet Kareem don't have ten three points made. And he's up there by far. Oscar Robinson averaging a triple double, like, you know, one of the reasons I, I was I tweeted earlier. Uh, my top five points, guys. And you know, I base I just based off what I see and how I see this person change things. Like to me, it's number one. It's my it's my personal opinion. It's Curry, right? Because it's a different feeling than anything else I've ever seen, including Jordan. And uh, mind you, I didn't get to see Jordan like that. You know what I'm saying? It was you know, I'm I'm a kid. I don't. If I'm watching Jordan right now, I'll be losing my mind. Be like, holy shit, this nigga's Jesus. We, he's Jesus. He's putting a 45, uh, 8 nights in a row, 63 year, and then he's the best defensive player too. Like, so not only is he Kawhi time three, he's LeBron time two. He's not, you know, like LeBron can easily look. You usually see LeBron like 26. This nigga Jordan was like averaging 36. With no threes. So, when I see Curry on the court, and even when Durant was out there um, playing with the Warriors, it just seemed like when Curry's on fire, dog, like, I'd be like, what? The building is on fire. I'm That's why I don't, I don't like watching him play the Pelicans because he always kills. us. I mean, I watched, the last game I watched him play was the the season, I think the season after the playoffs, right? No, AD left after that. So it was that playoffs. But I remember it was one game that season. We had 50 in like three quarters. And I'm like, bruh, what is going on? Like 53 in, in like three quarters. Didn't even play the fourth. Like that whole season. I think that may have been an MVP, one of his second MVP season. He only playing like 28 minutes. Like that's the – nobody ever talk about how many minutes these dudes play. Curry was averaging like 28, 29 minutes. And he's averaging and he's he's averaging 30 with eight rebounds and six assists. Uh eight uh eight assists and six rebounds. If you look at his stats right now, we look at the points. Look at his rebounds and assists. It's like seven and seven. He may get a steal or two. Like, he actually felt the, the last series against the Cavs, 
believe it was the is that the nineteenth season? No, nineteen was that. Whatever the last series against the Cavs, he led the whole finals in rebounds. Like you, you don't even see stuff like that. So that's why Curry is my one, and that's Magic. I mean, a Jesus Christ is Magic my one, my two. Yeah, it's Magic. Um, I had to explain my one. It's a long explanation for one, but one is just is. That's why I have to explain my one because it's either Magic or number three is Westbrook, right? Because and long winded, I, I figure out what I was explaining now. Westbrook, nobody plays harder in the history of anything I've ever seen than Russell Westbrook. Doesn't dog? I can't even think of like in football. Somebody who's out there, maybe Ray Lewis, or maybe like, I would say Moss, but it's not comparable to Moss, because it's just a different, it's just a different feel, it's a different feel of aggression. I would say like Ray Lewis, because you know, if I'm watching the Ravens play, I'm looking for what what Ray Lewis is doing. Where's Ray Lewis? Because I know Ray Lewis is at absolute 100. 100 percent of the time. That's how Westbrook is. Bruh, you see Ray Lewis, anybody ever, bruh, Ray Lewis look like he has steam coming off his body. If anybody ever watched One Piece, when they charge up, when Luffy charge up and then steam come off him, that's how Ray Lewis looks. To me, like, look, I'm like, Ray Lewis is about to kill. He about to put somebody in the figure four. That's how I looked every time. To me, that's how Westbrook looked. Every time, dog, you can't tell me somebody who averaged a triple-double. Not only once, he did three times in a row. He, he put a 20-20-20 game up because he felt like it that night. And people always say, oh, yo, no. Well, you got to give up rebounds. You know, the team give up rebounds, and that's how you get the. It's another team on the floor, too. They get rebounds, too. Getting 20 of them or averaging 10, it's pretty fucking hard to do. Let me tell you how, because LeBron never did it. LeBron usually had like eight. Ten is a lot. It's a reason nobody had the record. For like 60 years, 50 years. It's a reason for that. System. So, I say all that. Just to go back to the... The big O was doing that in like... What, what year was that? I don't even know what year. It was like 64, 68. Let me see. So, you know... Damn show. They didn't know what the fuck they were looking at. Oh, let me look it up. I think it's 61. In 61, he did this in 61 and 62. You get called nigga on, you get called nigga with dessert. You think these motherfuckers knew what they was looking at? You know how much greatness this is? These the motherfuckers. If anybody deserved to be a hater, I would, you know, bruh. They be putting they I remember they put Ox Robinson up um to talk about Westbrook, I believe. And uh but it sound like somebody getting suplex in this motherfucker. Uh to talk about Westbrook 
and he was half, I don't remember, was he half a hater? He like halfway salty about it. Because it's easier to, it's not, I wouldn't say it's easy. I'm going to say easy, anything with that. I guess it's just more, you know, it's harder than he did it. Fuck. That's what I'm saying. It's harder when he did it. Um, but you think about that era, daughter. The, the stats Wilt was putting up, like, if you got a dude that's putting up, like, 50, 50 and 25, or because, you know, everything elevates, right? Like, everything is, it goes up. The players from the 80s are going to be better than the players from the 70s. The players from the 90s are going to be better from their play. This athletically, you know, people are going to get smarter nutrition-wise. Just imagine if um, Magic and Bird had the nutrition and information that LeBron had. They could have extended their career. Who would have known? You know, Bird had to go quick because the bat would have been able to, you know, Able to, the technology I've not able to get to his back. Whatever was wrong with his back. I remember him laying on the damn floor and shit. Um, because he couldn't sit down in a chair. Um, for Dream Team. So he was doing that Dream Team. That's 92. And he was laying, he was stretching across the ground because he couldn't, um, he couldn't sit in a chair or something like that. But, you know, these dudes is putting up like crazy stats, dog. Wilt is putting up 75s and... 60s and 25s? I, you, you obviously going to think the next nigga is going to be putting up 150. Like, it's supposed to be going up. We went down since then. Oscar Robinson, Triple Double, we went down since then. Kareem doing everything else as a big man. And for that long, we went way down since then. I understand, you know, uh, Shaq and Kareem and, no, not Kareem, ha- Hakeem, uh, who, uh, those are the, at the top of my, I think, ha- my personal, like, if I had to make a personal top five player list, it, Hakeem Olajuwon would be in. He would be probably, like, four, five-ish. Like, he would be probably three, well, you know, it, he would be in it, in that motherfucker. Uh, so players like him, but the difference, like, Kareem played for 20 years. Like, it's just so crazy to me, dog. It's so crazy. And, you know, like, Kareem played with um, UCLA, played with uh, Wooden. And then who was his coaching? I don't know why I don't know the coach in LA. I know in the in the eighties, it was uh, it was Pat Riley. This man's not Pat Riley. Pat Riley was old then. I'm mean, gonna say he was old. He probably, I guess, his forties then. Pat Riley, dog. We think of, we always think of Pat Riley just Miami now because it's been like that for like the last ten years. This dude coached the Lakers, the Showtime Lakers. He was there. Pat Riley's Pat Riley been besides the nineties Knicks and they get close, but. If they got a championship, that would have solidified him in really three different decades. But he was the coach of the Showtime Lakers. And he was going and winning rings with Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar against Larry Bird and Robert Parrish. And 
he was the fucking coach. That's so crazy. Like, I never even... We just think of Pat Riley about LeBron and, you know, Pat Riley's going to do this. Pat Riley's going to make this trade. We've always seen him really for like the last probably 15 years. How long has he been since he was a coach? No, he was a coach. uh, He coached Wade. He was Wade and Shaq's coach. So he probably coached mid-2000s. And then by the time LeBron got there, he was already up. So he's probably been... I guess the last 10, 12 years. I forgot he was he was D Wade and um and Shaq coach for their first ring against Dallas. Um So he been through that. He been through he was playing against Jordan all those nineties Knicks games. And then they went, he went to the finals. They lost a large one. So he went to he went back to the finals as a coach for the Knicks. And was he there a second time? Or was that Van Gundy? Did Van Gundy go to the finals? Because they went the one time into against. They went once against the Rockets. I'm tripping. And then they went against the Lakers, right? Did they play against the Lakers? Or am I tripping? Or was that the Pacers? I always forget the who the Lakers actually beat in the finals because the finals games was pretty easy. Like the the Western Conference, uh, then versus Sacramento, then versus Portland. Um, those to me seem a little a little bit more interesting. There versus the Pacers, I don't even remember the Pacers series. Uh, they they beat the the Nets. Oh, yeah, they beat the Nets because the Nets lost to. San Antonio too, I believe, right? Yeah. Boy, there's some boring ass finals. And the in the 76ers. It's the other one. I thought sure they played the Knicks. I thought the Knicks won again. I don't know. But I, I'm off kilter. But you know, when you get a guy like you see a guy like Pat Riley, and this guy just play for everything. No, I just that's just amazing. I just wild the shit out of myself. Like legit, I wouldn't even think about that. But you know, you know to have a guy like that's been around greatness and they cream that he's had John Wooden. You, you go for Pat Riley, you end off at the tail end of your season after the MVP seasons in the sixties with Milwaukee, and then you go back into another and you get championships there. Yeah, you get to another. Your, the late part of your career, the last part of your career, and then you get even more rings and even more MVP. It's so crazy, like, because, you know, if you play 20 years, usually cats, like, for instance, Shaq's 20 years, like I was talking, I was talking about Shaq. Shaq got drafted in, like, I say 91, 92, right? The Lakers, he got the finals with Miami in, like, 2006. That's 14 years. Now, you know, that's 14 years already when he got to, that's 14 years? 92 or 6, yeah, that's 14 years already. Let's just say, I just say it's 13 just for, you know, whatever. Let's say it's 13 to 15 years. That's a career right there for a 300-pound, 7'3", super athletic. But I just mean as far as uh, knee damage and uh, as was, I think that was his, his last injury um, that ended his career, but you know, all that weight is on your knees, all the running and jumping he was doing in Orlando and then in LA and doing all that, then weight fluctuating uh, up and down because I know um, when he went to Phoenix, 
his weight went down. He was he was doing good. He was doing a lot better in Phoenix. Um, and then when Phoenix went to the Cavs, and then uh, I mean, what years? What years are those? The Cavs year was at least two thousand eight. They were in the finals when LeBron is 03-08. They were in the playoffs together with Shaq. So Shaq was in 92. I'm, I'm trying to think. And then he went to Boston. So I think Shaq maybe retired 2009. That's a 17-year career. But the, the front part is front-loaded. Like Kareem was getting the MVPs. All throughout everything. He was getting championships all throughout the the 20. Like, I, I didn't want to look. Like, you get one at 3, get one at 7, get one at 8, 12. You got one in, like, like Jesus. You know what I'm saying? I was just thinking about that. And uh, I was. And they were doing this. And nobody could understand. We probably can't even understand the shit like Curry and them doing because we just, we just off, we just off put it. Like, oh, this many threes. Oh, he's catching Reggie Miller, Ray Allen's full career in like three hundred less games. Like, people should be more astonished by shit like that. Like, people say, oh, Giannis, you know, Giannis already do this in the playoffs. No, he's like twenty five or twenty six. And when you look at Giannis stats. Giannis stats is fucking crazy. KD and all these cats. Oh, KD is like 30. KD is maybe maybe 31, 32, I guess. Though Giannis is like six, seven years younger. And and I'm just comparing them just because of uh, greatness of players. KD is a, a great player, top player. Giannis is a great player, top player. But I'm just comparing the age, the age difference. And the stat difference, KD been scoring like this for a while too, but Giannis is like, Giannis stats is crazy. Like all of this narrative, oh, he can go here, he can do whatever you want, that's fine, but that championship stuff, he's like 26. What the hell? Curry got drafted in like 07, 09? They took off in 15. Well, they were slowly climbing. Uh, I believe uh, 12 and 13 was that slow climb. And at 15, who could, bro, who could have ever after? Because the last game they lost that year before was, uh, I believe, against the Spurs. But the Spurs kicked their ass. We was like, oh, we'll see them next time. But the Spurs just kicked their ass, right? I believe that was the Spurs. The Spurs won the finals that year. The Spurs won the fucking finals that year. I'm tripping. The Spurs won the finals that year. They kicked their ass because the Denver one was that year. I think they, no, the Clippers kicked their ass. The year before that, the Spurs went their ass. I, I, I forget. It's too far back. But I can't believe I remember that much. I don't remember what the fuck I had this morning to eat. But, you know, the, the way you can just. Like rocket ship off championship, Toronto. I say this. I feel like I say this every podcast, but I feel like I say this every time I talk about basketball. Basketball. The Toronto Raptors got a ring. Like two years ago, <laughs> two, 
two years ago, Toronto got a ring, dog. You can anybody can get one. Like it's, it feel like you know people be. You could put together a year and just sneak you in. Like Toronto got a good team, right? Toronto's not winning a fucking championship this year, son. It's just not in stars. Think if Siakam take off, maybe they make a trade. You know, something can happen. But as it how it looks right now, I'm looking at zero point zero percent. Three seven two five nine. But when Giannis who's twenty six, oh he's not a championship. You ought to be a champion. Oh, you know, I seen Barkley Barkley, oh you need to Touch up his game a little bit. Get his jumper going. Okay, we know that. But right now, you can look up any random night. And he's got 28, 16, and 8. With three steals and two blocks. He's the MVP and defensive player of the year. And, and niggas just like dismiss it. Oh, it's no skill. Huh? <laughs> what? Oh, it takes no skill to just run. What, dog? Look how Giannis look in comparison when he first came in the league. Giannis at like twenty three <laughs> was skinny as hell. He looked like DK Metcalf now. The Swole brothers, this nigga swole as hell. Things can change, dog. Things can improve. Like people, you know. I I don't know if that's another rant. I sure I make that rant now, but. Like the, you know, when Cash jumped the team, like the hard trade, I think the hard trade was terrible. Um, uh, just based off of what they gave up. Like, if you can get Harden by giving up Levert, and I guess it would have been Levert and Dinwiddie. Like, they had no choice but to keep Dinwiddie because Dinwiddie's hurt. But I'm assume it would have been Levert and Dinwiddie would have been the ones that went. That way, they didn't let have to let go Jared Allen because they need a big. They don't have a big, and then you lose Jared Allen, and then you lose Karis Levert, and then in these last string of games, it's been no defense. And I'm not saying Karis Levert is fucking Kawhi now, but it's no been absolutely no defense. And then through COVID, through injuries, through sitting out, KD and Kyrie hasn't been in, so you don't even have a ball handler. Or somebody that can get you a bucket. Or somebody get you assists. Or somebody can. Because you got these three dudes, right? And two of them, sorry to say, two of them have injury history. Kyrie more than anything. Kyrie's hurt every single year. I don't think that. I don't think Kyrie's played 78 games. Let me see. And this is, you know, this is not me slander Kyrie. Kyrie is probably top three of my favorite players in the. And the uh, thing, it just is what it is. It's just how, you know, it's how the fucking cook and crumble for you, uh, unfortunately. Because he's a really good player. Um, let me see. Games. Alright, so he started off, I remember he started off and he played 51, 59. Alright, he's played 71, 75. It ain't 78, but that's good enough. 71, 75, that's 2013. Through 15. Then 53, 72 at the 16, 17 year. That's the year after the the, the chip. 
67 because he got hurt. He got, yeah, yeah, sorry. He played 67 games in 2018-19. All right, that's fine. That's fine. He's not, but he played 20 games last year. He played 18. Uh, he was out like between his, uh, I think, a finger sprain and, you know, whatever extra stuff was going on. He's probably missed like four games, I guess, five games. I'm not sure what the part of the season win. 36. 36 games have been played. I'm not sure how many games have been played, but, you know, when you have cats that can miss, KD is still coming off injury. Like, I, I, he's out there uh, hooping unbelievably. But, you know, you still got to be wary of what's going on. Harden is, I seems to be like Iron Man. You know, like Mr. Burns just got so many diseases and is that he's just immune to anything. Harden just plays through. It just don't matter, I guess. Harden come in fat. He still played 38 minutes. He come in slim. He just played 38 minutes. It just seems like Harden just got the basketball lungs. You know how people can be... Uh, People can be fat and, like, still hoop. Like, I remember, um, who was Shaq. Fucking Shaq was playing 36 minutes. Like Shaq wasn't fat. Well, he was fat at one point. But Shaq was real muscular. He was real big. That's a lot of weight, dog. You running down, like, 320, 310, 340, up and down the floor, up and down the floor. That's a lot, dog. That's a lot to carry. So, you know, it's just, and, I'm, you know, that's gigantic, but. Uh, as far as regular humans to go, it's gigantic. But it just seems like Harden got basketball lungs. It don't matter what sh- actual shape he's in. It just seems to be he's always in basketball shape. Um, but obviously he's a lot better uh, when he's not looking like me, uh, a player that fucking playing games right now. But I don't know, man. I don't know. To me, you don't have to make these crazy trades. You don't have to do, you know, all this crazy stuff. Um, you don't have to do what, like, like the Rockets kind of fell into a good place, but they got like three dudes that two of them are injury prone. Like John Wall, unfortunately, you know, he still has issues. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins still has issues. They look healthy, but they still, you know, it looked like they're still making sure they're trying to get over the hump, right? KD just came out flashing because he did sit an extra year too. Well, they all said it, yeah. John Wall said it, yeah. He said last year. But KD just came out flashing. It looked like they're coming out a little, you know, a little tender, not playing as many minutes. I understand that was going on. But um, also Christian Wood, a force to get hurt. It's just so much can change. Um, NBA, you know, all the way my, my my last point, my further point, when I started off, I was talking about Kareem. And... You know, playing for the Bucks, getting the MVP over there, and then coming to the Lakers and winning championships over there, and playing with Magic and and dog, we just had great, great players, and it's it's easily I put Curry up there and I put Magic as 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 number two. Magic played all five positions. Now Magic wasn't defensive stop of the year, but Magic was guard all five positions. Magic was a six nine point guard with the best passes. We still never like he's still the best passer ever. Like I know LeBron vision and all that, but dog Magic was throwing some heat, heat rock, crazy no look passes in like nineteen eighty three. 
I know they thought people was gonna fucking because everything evolved. They was gonna I don't know what kind of passes they expect. Jason Williams didn't have a tail. Not Jason Williams. What the hell white chocolate name is? I'm thinking Jason Williams the one who killed somebody. Jesus. Uh white chocolate. His that wasn't until like early two thousands. And that wasn't every night, Showtime, starting point guard, the best team, the most popular team in the entire world, Showtime, Lakers, 6'10", all the hoes is there, the, the world is there, they watching us win championships and battle against the, the other greatest team, the Boston Celtics, and the greatest rivalry. In the history of the sport, and we doing it right here in our life. The stakes is way higher when Magic was doing it, dog. Like, think about the stakes, dog. Look at what, what they was doing. We talking about the Warriors. Like, the Warriors is like they're a new team. Like, I don't mean new team mean disrespectfully, but they, like I said, they shoot was just playoffs, playoffs through the roof. Lakers and Magic, like, like the Lakers don't put the later groundwork down consecutive years no more. Their last championship was what, 10 years ago? It seemed like they win them every 10 years. They put the teams together, and then they, you know, those superstars leave, and then they start drafting. They kind of draft okay players, but none of them, none of them actually work out for the Lakers. They actually go off and be decent players somewhere else. This happened in the 90s too. They started bringing in Eddie House. Even Kobe was almost that. Kobe was almost that twice. They, they, just like in the 2000s, with the 2000s, I guess the 2000s, 2010s, 2010s, um, they draft well. D'Angelo Russell. Uh, look at Julius Randle's stats right now. Um, uh, Russell's been hurt, but look at his stats when he's in. Look at look at look at Lonzo. Um, look at his three pointers become. Look at Ingram. Um, who else? Look at Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson putting up buckets. Look at Larry Nance Jr. Thought they draft great people, but. They don't have the culture to cultivate the talent. Like if if the Spurs would have drafted what the Lakers drafted, like first of all, how the Lakers even get to draft that 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 high? Like I just named good players. Ingram is a really good fucking player. The Lakers drafted all of these dudes and had them mostly all at the same time. I don't know I'm missing somebody. I don't know I'm missing like three people. Uh huh. But the Lakers had them kind of all at the same time and didn't know what to do with them because their their franchise is just not that. They're not homegrown. It's not a homegrown franchise. Like, they've been a homegrown franchise a long time. And even Magic is homegrown. But they still had Kareem, who's an MVP for somewhere else. So that's still like the same, if y'all get what I'm saying. Like, throughout the ages, you had James Worthy, but you still had Bob McAdoo on the bench. Who was the MVP? Dog, imagine an MVP in a twilight. He's in his twilight, but he's still a former MVP coming off the bench. Like, imagine. I'm, and I would say Derrick Rose coming off the bench, but McAdoo was a, a more of a dynamic scorer because he's more. he was more like what KD is now. So imagine... Nine years from now, now nine. Imagine LeBron coming off the bench. If LeBron was washed somewhere, if he was halfway washed, I can't think of nobody who's like a former MVP that's right now. But at that level, it's it's more like I guess Carmelo uh, at the age Bob McAdoo was. So the Lakers have really never been 
homegrown. They can obviously draft well, even in the nineties with Nick Van Ackles, Nick Van Axel. Uh, I believe they drafted him. Drafted Kobe. Oh, you trade for him. Uh, I remember that Eddie House. Um, they they were getting good players, like, but they don't know how to cultivate them. And then you have Kobe. They had to trade for Shaq. Shaq got traded in. So you got another superstar player from another team and bought him over. And then you put him with the homegrown guy. So that's what they do. That's holy shit. It seems like the formula. But right now they had to get two. Because they had to give away all the homegrown people to bring the two in. Jesus Christ, I just unlocked the matrix. So the first time in the 80s, they had the former MVP with the homegrown magic. And then with the 2000s, you had the, a former, not MVP, but a former a superstar with the homegrown talent, which is Kobe. And then they once that all broke up, they still had Kobe. And then they brought in Powell. And uh shit, who else did they have? Who's it? They had Powell buying them. Where did Powell come from? Powell was in like Memphis. So you had the you bought in another, you know, you bought in a host of players to win that championship with the homegrown guy, which is Kobe. And then all that went away. And then from 2000, really from, let's say, 12 to 13-ish to 14-ish, that's what Kobe was getting a little washed. I remember Kobe got like $25 million. There's a lot of controversy. I don't know if that was 14 or 15, but it was controversy. Like, oh, they paid him. You know, they want to take care of him. It's the Kobe show, yada, yada, yada. That could have been later. It could have been like maybe 16. Um, but because they were still drafting high. They, and they got all these people, Julius Randle, Lonzo, Russell. Um, and they were trading him for just – Dumb shit. Julius Randle. I think we got Julius Randle. Yeah, we got Julius Randle. Um, I don't know if we got it first. I think it maybe could have went somewhere else, the Bulls or something. I don't remember. But, you know, some some franchise, just not homegrown. Boston used to be homegrown. But Boston don't know how to draft now. Like, the, the Tatum thing, I think, didn't Philly trade it up for Fultz and Tatum? Like, they didn't. Obviously, they, they wanted Tatum because they drafted him, but I'm pretty sure they would have got Fultz. And I still think Fultz is a good player. But number one pick is, you know, it's a different expectation, obviously, right? Number one pick is a different expectation than I think he's a good player. Like, you know, averaging 14, 80. Like, he could do good things. and He'll maybe mature into being the number one pick. But when you share number one pick, it's a legacy there. Like, it's... LeBron, Akeem, a lot. It's a legacy of number one picks that, you know, no matter what you actually become, um, the legacy of number one pick will, will be what keeps you off a team. Because I think what teams are starting to see now is they're starting to see, well, I'll trade for this guy because at one point he was the number eight pick. So if he was at, like Ubre was, I don't know what, what Ubre was drafted at, but I know he's a high draft pick. And at the end of the day, with Warriors, it's like, yo, this dude at one point was a number six pick, a number eight pick, a number 12 pick, whatever he was. He hasn't hit that ceiling yet. He hasn't gone up yet. But with our system, maybe we can unlock that. Just like Wiggins. That's why you got to bet on Wiggins because he's a number one pick. He's a number one pick. And maybe he got the chip on the shoulder for being a number one pick that was tossed aside. When Bron Bron came in the side. 
came into town. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't get a chance to, you know. So, his confidence could have been shot from a jump. But you like, at the end of the day, this dude's a number one pick. We got to bring him in. We got to see what unlock him. We got to see what we can do with him. We got to see what his raw talents are, his skills are. He's obviously uh, um, a very good athlete. But we got to see everything else about him. And um, I don't know. It's just... You know, some some franchises are are uh, can homegrown. Like obviously, the Warriors are. You know, that's why I never saw the Warriors as this big crazy um, thing to me because they drafted Steph. And Steph been around for a while. Like, dog, Steph and Clay been around for a while. Like these dudes are not. They wasn't like. <laughs> oh, sorry, the the volume was messing with my microphone. But they wasn't like. Three, four-year players like these dudes have been in the league. They've been around for a while, and the Warriors was trash, and they suffered through the trash. And you know, that's why I never considered them a super team. Now, when they got the rant, it was ridiculous. Let me keep it real; it was very ridiculous. But at the end of the day, dog, Stephen Clay and Draymond was there when they was trash. And then they changed the coach, and they just took off. Like you, people never, you know, people don't see it that way. People just see it as, oh, Clef, uh, Steph Clay, and they see him as, they see Steph like his first season was 2013, or his first season was 2012, or something like that. Like, oh, he was here for 12, and then 13, and then 14 and 15, or whatever. He just take off, but. He been in the league. Clay been in the league. Draymond been in the league. Draymond was coming off the bench. They had a totally different coach, a totally different system. And then one coach came in there and just flipped the switch. Turned into a buzzsaw. Dog, look at the 16 year. Right? We always give them shit because they lost that year. Excuse me. We always give them shit because they lost that year, but who are these dudes? Now, first of all, like, all respect to Curry, all respect to Clay, all respect to Draymond. These dudes was playing against LeBron. Like, it's a great team. But LeBron used to go to Curry games. Like, this is a, it's a, though, I was telling somebody, it's a pecking order in things, right? It's a pecking order. You know, I, I have co-workers, I have people I know, people that are older than me. Where no matter how old I get or how mature I get, they'll always be a step up. Because I know what they they taught me and I know if I don't know something, they can teach me something else. You see what I'm saying? It's always a pecking order. And LeBron used to go to the Davidson games. I know y'all, it's this footage on YouTube. All this stuff used to happen. So, you know, I don't know if it was a kind of a a little brother, big brother type of thing. I know they may be the same area. Whatever that's it. What, whatever. But the Warriors was trash when LeBron was on top of the world. Like the LeBron has already got two rings, and the Warriors was trash. Well, they wasn't trash, but they was approaching. They was having tough games. It was having a competitive games, but like this is, this is Bron, dog. Like we talking something different. And then you got Kyrie, 
like as as much as a you know as much as a, a David and Goliath type of thing people try to see it to do. Dog, the Castle's a good team. They got Kevin Love. They got Kyrie Irving. Kyrie's a, as we saw, Kyrie is, is ridiculous. At the end of the day, just like we see right now in 2021, we see the greatness of LeBron. This is 16. This is five years ago. He's still LeBron. Like, like it's still Bron, dog. Like it's still Bron, Kyrie, and Kevin Love, and Jarrell Smith, Tristan Thompson, and Emma Shumper, Mazov. Just all these people would just step up and, and just make sure. Like it to me, it wasn't it wasn't as big of a David and Goliath story. The three to one is absolutely incredible. I know that. that's the fight back story. That's what make it like that. But the war just came back from three to one too. Which and that's one of my what ifs. What if OKC and I? I want to. We'll end the podcast off this, and it's one of my greatest what ifs. Um, because obviously. I don't think Kevin Durant leaves. Um, if they don't remember, OKC dropped was up three one on the Warriors too. They was up on them too, and if y'all remember, you know, and it, I want it's two more things I want to go off on. First of all, the most impressive playoff games I ever seen. Right, so I got a top that I've ever seen on my adult. Mature eyes. Like, I can't name none from Jordan. Because I was there. Like, I was there. I was watching. But, though, when you... It's not the same, right? LeBron game one. Um, I think I talked about this before. 2018. 50 point, 51 points, whatever he had. Um, LeBron... Um, and he's, this is not in no order. This is just my top ones. LeBron, Boston, we know that. Clay game six against OKC. Let me tell you what. If you want to talk about somebody with the flames of Apollo, the flames of Zeus coming from their body for the entire game, bruh, please. Uh, they need to show this game. Like I don't know why they don't show when you know when we not when basketball season's not going on. Why they just don't show? These really fucking good playoff games on regular TV. I don't want to go. I'm not trying to buy League Pass or whatever. I don't know what they showed on, but Clay was. He had the gold hair. He will. He refused. Refused, and that's why it's one of my personal. You know, I don't want to say it's my favorite. I don't want to say it's the best, but he refused to a. Let the lead go crazy because they was down big and he started chopping it down himself. And anytime OKC, it felt like they were, you know, they was up eight or up seven and they would be up nine. Clay would knock it back to six and they would be up eight and Clay would knock it down to five and then it'll be up seven and then nine and Clay would knock it down to fucking seven. Like, oh, he'll hit a free throw and one. He refused to let them lose. And he hit some of the craziest fucking shots. It, the, bruh, go back, clean, uh, click game six, OKC. It's just 
dog, Clay was on fire. Um, like I said, Brian game one, Brian, we all know Brian game six, um, uh, against Boston. Uh, but one of my great what ifs if OKC actually beat the Warriors and closed them out. Uh, a, what would have happened between OKC and Cleveland? Because I think as great as the Warriors are athletically, as far as having pure athletes, Curry is not. Curry is obviously a great athlete. As far as a, you got LeBron, a super athlete, like LeBron, a super athlete. I think OKC, the reason why they were so good against the Warriors is because OKC matched as far as athleticism and size. You got Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant at his defensive apex. If y'all remember, the, I think the first Warriors season or the second, actually he was good throughout the whole, like, great defense. But, like, it was a section where I thought Kevin, KD was like, okay, this nigga was blocking shots. He was Stealing the ball and he was scoring thirty in like ten shots. It was he was at that point, you know, he's really at that point all the time. But defensively, it just showed. So I always wonder what would happen if OKC, if Durant and Westbrook got this shot. A more mature Durant and Westbrook. Four years later, was it? It was at least four years later, four or five years later, much more maturity. They went through a lot more wars because you remember the, you know, the wars they went through by the time they faced LeBron the first time. When they faced LeBron the first time, dog, LeBron had already, he, he had to go through the paces all the time. He used to go through all those late 2000 ones going against fucking uh, 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 Washington, going against uh, fucking, uh, who they lose to? Uh, Orlando. Going, he'd have been through the, he'd have been through the fight a little bit. But by then, KD didn't went through the fight, playing against the Spurs, playing against the Clippers, playing against, playing against these very hard fucking teams, and and it kind of, cause I remember Harden, um, I think they finals year, the year they went to the finals, Harden just cutting up against San Antonio, like, so they had kind of been through a wall of attrition, um, it's just as far as uh, Westbrook and Durant, obviously, obviously, uh, Harden went on that team, um, in sixteen. But Westbrook and Durant have been through so much. And then I, I believe Robeson was still there. Robeson was playing amazing defense. Robeson, I don't know uh, how his injuries are or not. But Robeson's always known. Great, great defense. Stephen Adams was there. They just had athletes out there. And um, I always wondered if, excuse me, if they beat, what happens to Brown? If they lose to OKC. Obviously, I think Durant stays. Uh, Westbrook stays. They're probably... Either they're still there right now or last year. Or this year would be the year they will be breaking up. Maybe. Or maybe Durant still leaves and he feels like his time is up. And... I don't know if paid his debt or he owed anybody any fucking thing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anything like that. I don't think his players owe uh, anybody any fucking thing. But as far as the fan shit, he got them their ring and he can bounce. He can dip. Like just like LeBron left Cleveland the second time. He's like, you know what? I like Cleveland. I got y'all ring. We good. All right. We did it for us. He because he cleared up his legacy too. Um, 
He he closed any books on his legacy. That's why all this is free. The Lakers shit is just a free. It's just it's just nuggets. It's a free fry from the from the McDonald's lady who think you a little fine. That's just it, all this is just extra. And what happens to Durant? Does Durant stay? Does Westbrook stay? Does LeBron leave? Does LeBron come back? What happens to the Warriors? Um, because obviously they didn't switch and do they just re-sign Harrison Barnes? Does Durant still fuck with the system so much that he comes to the Warriors still? Um, the 73-6 Warriors. And it doesn't look as bad because the Warriors didn't make the finals. Um, and they beat them. You know, and even I think that's a little played up too because it's not like these dudes was like rivals. That was the first time they played each other um, in the playoffs, and it's the actually it's the first year we even cared about them playing. We, them dudes and played before, <laughs> like the year before that and the year before that. Them teams have played against each other, and uh, we didn't really give a shit. But it was that year. It was the Warriors teams. It was the right time, and uh, it was the second Warriors year, and. Uh, it just seemed like they was all peaking at the same time. So that's why we was all interested. I still think they regular season game. Okay, seeing the Warriors, I think the first one is, is the best basketball game I've ever seen in general, I, I think, probably. Um, so, yeah, one of my big what ifs, um, what if OKC actually finished off the Warriors on a 3-1? Um, what happens to KD? What happens to Bron? First, first off, uh, I think Brian Lee probably leaves earlier. Um, did after he he won it, maybe he want to get another one. And, you know, one thing I want to say about uh, Brian and and the Warriors, he was due to get one. I mean, let's fucking be real here. Like the the year he got it was the most ridiculous Warriors year. But I'm gonna put Brian. He's in the same category, Jordan. I don't think he's Jordan. In my personal opinion, it's just me. Because I just hold Jordan to a different esteem because of defense. Like I said, I watch bronze games just because it, it caught it. That's what it is. It's my age is. So I've seen his greatness more. But when you see his greatness and then you look at what Jordan did and you watch what Jordan did. And you look at that he also took on the, the defensive challenge on being the best defensive player. Like we think about the Kawhi being a great, being the best two-way. You know, Clay Thomas, best two-way two. Two guard or Kawhi best two way player. LeBron was not LeBron. Jordan was the best offensive and defensive player. Easily, that's why I get when I talk about Giannis. He's the best player on both sides of the ball. He's he's first team All NBA and he's first team defense and he's MVP all the, every year. Like winning, like I don't, I don't, Kawhi, I don't think Kawhi has any MVPs. He probably don't won't because of, you know um, how much he plays. He don't really play that how, that many games like that. But we see him as the best defensive player, you know, the best perimeter defender. But Jordan was the best perimeter defender in the NBA, and he was the best player easily on the other side. Like it's like what LeBron is now. But you know, there's you know, there's times LeBron get the he get his done. LeBron can play defense. Don't let me play games and talk to y'all like LeBron can't play defense. But it's obvious when he don't feel like playing defense, he don't feel like playing defense. To me, Jordan, with keeping that intensity level on both sides, 
it's why I've always considered um, Jordan as the number one. Uh, because I respect how hard these dudes play. And then when you see somebody who's the best and shows it, it's kind of what it is. So, uh, a big what if. One of my what ifs. Um, thank y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all for always. Holler.